You're listening to Blood on the Tracks on TMB DOS Radio, a monthly, hour-long exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Hello and welcome back to Blood on the Tracks, a exploration and celebration of movie soundtracks and scores. This is episode 11 and I'm your host, Lee Russell. And yeah, we're a bit late this time. Uh, You're going to get two episodes here in March, February. The shortness of that month sort of caught me off guard. So here we are. (laughs) I had just too much to do last month and couldn't get on top of it. That's basically it. So... This is going to be part one of a two-part look at my favorite soundtracks and scores from my favorite westerns. And I tried hard not to go too heavy with spaghetti westerns, but uh, as I was sort of delving into this list, sort of building it and thinking about it, there's really not a lot of classic American westerns that I necessarily like all that much as far as their scores go. And so I did have kind of trouble getting selections from there. It just sort of naturally progressed to spaghetti westerns for the most part, but we are going to start off with a couple of American westerns at the very least. We're going to have some from Clint Eastwood himself. First off, we're going to be looking at Hang 'em High from 1968, the theme to that from Dominic Fontier, who's probably best known for doing the majority of the music for the original Outer Limits TV show, uh, also known for tax evasion and going to prison for it. Then we're going to be looking at D. Barton's main titles from High Plains Drifter, which is sort of a horror western. It's a you know a supernatural revenge tale, and then we're going to be finishing off this little block with Lenny Nihas and Eastwood's uh, sort of collaboration here, Claudia's theme from Unforgiven from 1992. Try to give this list a little bit of balance because it is going to go really heavy into Italian stuff after we get away from this. So just fair warning there. So yeah, we're going to look at those songs, and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
So in doing research for this, I'm presented with not only the problem of having a limited amount of North American westerns that I'd be uh, interested in picking stuff from, but when I get into the more European-centric stuff, the Italian stuff to be specific, it's kind of hard to pick stuff that isn't Ennio Morricone as well, but we do have some selections here we're going to start off with, and first off we're going to be looking at the Riz Ortolani Day of Anger title track from that from 1967 and he's also known pretty well for doing uh, the Ruggiero Diodato films later on. He did Cannibal Holocaust and House on the Edge of the Park I believe was the other one. His big break was Mondo Kane from 1962 which is a sort of a pseudo documentary but this was one of the ones here Day of Anger that really sort of got him noticed a lot. He had done a lot of work before this but th this was one of his bigger ones and it's a really nice bombastic score and you know true to the spaghetti westerns usually it's just one song done differently several times over and that's kind of the case with this but it's it's got this really um bombastic jazzy almost Japanese yakuza film kind of feel to it and I really do like it. Then we're going to move on to Sartana is Coming, sequence two from Light Diffuse. Sartana is Coming from 1970, and this is uh, by Bruno Nicolai. This is actually the fourth official Sartana film uh, that was starring uh, Gianni Garco. Uh, there was one more in the, in the series after that that did not have Garco in the titular role, and Sartana is kind of the influence for Sabata. Uh, who would come a little bit later on after this. Sartana was, I don't know if he was the original, but he's definitely probably the most impressive of the sort of B-level spaghetti western heroes who uh, depended on all kinds of gadgets to uh, survive. He has a real sort of a plethora of gadgets that he uses to dispatch people, tricks and gadgets and all that. And uh, they're very enjoyable movies. Then we're going to finish off with something that, depending on what you like and don't like, you're probably going to either like really love this or you're going to really fucking hate it. Uh, this is the vocal version of Kiyoma from the film Kiyoma from 1976. This is a sort of late period spaghetti western starring Franco Nero. And this is done by Guido and Missouri De Angelis. And the vocals are done by a duo called Sybil and Guy. And for the longest time I thought that Guy was actually Franco Nero, but it turns out it's not. These were just two uh, Italian musici musicians that were put together, I think they were Italian anyway, who were put together under this uh, moniker, and they did the songs for this, and they did it for one more film as well. And yeah, it's pretty grating in a way. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it, uh, but I do like it. it. It's very weird. Apparently, Franco Nero did have some influence on the way the soundtrack sounds. Uh, he wanted uh, vocals that sounded sort of like Leonard Cohen, and so apparently this is the answer to that. I don't know if it quite fits, but uh, there's something enduring about this that I really love, so we're going to go into that, and we're going to come back after a few messages and do the second half of the show.
Fighting and find, find your 
stuff to follow those who destroy the lives of the one I love. What is war? And I know the man who can live the fight and black up. I want peace, I want love. I want peace, I want that suck to this end Timbadas the podcast is available on Podbean Apple Podcasts and YouTube the podcast is good snobs are evil snobs ruin discourse and cause film lovers to become jaded but Timbadas shoots death and purifies film conversation from snobs. Go forth and download. They must be destroyed on sight. Timbadas! Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, ah. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of here. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. Because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Howdy, folks. Got blood, violence, 
Then you come to the right place. My name is Gary and I am your guide to Cinema Beef Podcast. Every episode we not only deliver film reviews, we also dismantle some of your favorite and most hated films. Sometimes for the better and sometimes for the worse. Hey, 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 you shut your face! If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet! Alright, calm down, calm down. Every show I hope to have a new co-host, podcasters, listeners alike. That's right, I'm talking to you people. I take all comers. That's not very nice. The only rules, well, let's ask the best cooler in the business. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. Three, be nice. So join the insanity and please vent your frustrations. I'm available on TalkShoe, iTunes, and Stitcher Smart Radio. Remember, here at the Cinema Beef Podcast, if you got beef, I've got the grinder. You ungodly warlock. All right, we're back for the second half of the show, and now we're going to be looking at something a little bit more modern and uh, a little bit more foreign. Something at the other side of the world from me, and it's going to be The Proposition from 2005, the Australian Western, and of course this was scored by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, who have, not only are they of the Bad Seeds fame, and Grinder Man as well, um, their little side project, but they have been doing a lot of sort of soundtracks as of late, uh, they've sort of moved into doing a lot of that sort of work, and... Man, it's a beautiful, beautiful little score. Uh, it does capture the sort of stark, harsh reality and sadness of that film. The proposition itself is definitely a art house western, but it's probably the most gritty, kind of realistic art house western you could hope for. It's not El Topo, let's put it that way. And we're going to be looking at the title track, Happy Land, uh, that sort of plays over the opening credits. And uh, this is basically just a adaptation of a song called Happy Land, which was originally a hymn written by someone named Andrew Young in the 1800s, and it's basically become a traditional folk song kind of thing. I am not a religious person, I am not a believer in uh, supernatural deities and nonsense, but I can still appreciate the sort of uh, cultural impact that these sort of things have, whether they come from religion or some other sort of uh, artistic well, and... Um, as you watch this credit sequence go with all these uh, old photographs of uh, people living in Australia as it was, you know, being quote-unquote tamed, uh, you do get sort of a sense, listening to the song, of the sort of struggles and um, the, the, the sort of life that these people had to live. And uh, it, it does make a really impactful kind of impression on you. Um then we're going to move on to the main titles from The Professionals by Maurice Jarre. And he was probably best known for doing Lawrence of Arabia and Dr. Zhivago. Uh, I just threw this in here because it's a nice little piece and I do like it. I don't have a lot to say about it, but uh, I needed some filler for this episode. Let's put it that way. And then we're going to finish off this little block with My Name is King from His Name Was King from 1971. And uh, this is a Louise Bakalov track. Um, this is the non-vocal track of that uh, film. There is, of course, a, a vocal one as well. You've probably heard this uh, recently in Quentin Tarantino's Django Unchained. So there you go. And then we'll come back for the last few songs after uh, these ones.
All right, and we're back, and we're going to look at the final block of songs for this episode. And first off, we're going to start with another song that is kind of the epitome of the idea of just taking one song and slightly redoing it throughout the entire score and making a score for a spaghetti western that way. And we're going to be looking at The Grand Duel, uh, also known as Parte Prima, from The Grand Duel from 1972, the great little Lee Van Cleef starring effort there. I love this film quite a bit. This is another piece of music, of course, that Quentin Tarantino has used and I, th- I think it was in the Kill Bill films he used this one, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, this is uh, Louise Bakaloff. He just passed away this last year, I believe it was, he passed away. Yeah, it was just, just a few months ago, sadly enough. Um, yeah, but this is a great, iconic piece of music. Then we're going to move on to the master himself, with a little help from his uh, understudy, if, if you will. This is going to be Liberta from The Mercenary from 1968, another Franco Nero film with Jack Palance as his uh, adversary in that one. Also known as A Professional Gun. This is uh, Ennio Morricone and Bruno Nicolai doing this. And uh, another l- really great moody track. And a hell of a fucking film, too, if you can ever find it. It's it's one of those ones that's a little harder to get on DVD. <laughs> and then we're going to finish off with some more Ennio Morricone. Why not? Uh, we've been saving them up until the end here and uh who knows we'll probably see some more of him in part two of this uh, little series as well the final track is going to be vamos amatar companioneros from the film companioneros 1970 another franco nero film uh, also with thomas Millian, uh, another great spaghetti western actor who just passed away a little while ago uh, maybe a couple years ago or last year i man there's been so so many fucking celebrity deaths in the last few years that have been great celebrities who've died that it's it's kind of hard to uh, pinpoint the dates. And I'm just too lazy to do the research, apparently. Uh, I apologize. But, uh, yeah, I, I think these are three really great iconic pieces to go out on. And we'll be back with part two of my favorite scores and soundtracks from my favorite westerns at the end of this month and uh, again I apologize for this being a bit late I've been I've done fairly well on the uh, scheduling for this podcast at least I have not missed one yet so uh, cheers to all of you guys who listen uh, I really do appreciate it and we'll see you guys at the end of the month
Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Blood on the Tracks. For other episodes of this program, as well as episodes of our main podcast, They Must Be Destroyed on Site, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.